This is Jim Bosia from Bruce Off Broadway, and when I am not Brucing Off Broadway, I am listening to Set Lusting. Hello and welcome to Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and today it's mostly about feedback. We have an episode where a few people have emailed us and tweeted some thoughts about the show, so I thought I'd read that and share their thoughts. DJ Nick on Twitter says an excellent podcast I have had the pleasure of being on you're a fantastic host Jesse and any fan of Springsteen and or of music in general should definitely check this podcast out thank you DJ Nick I appreciate you Nick has been on Titan podcast uh, with Charles Skaggs as well as our Doctor Who podcast He's been on Set Lusting Bruce, which I appreciate. And he's had me as a guest on his podcast um, where we talk about movies. And uh, I've discussed Watchmen with him and The Phantom. So please go check those out. Um, Rachel Burke tweeted, um, I just wanted to say that I couldn't have enjoyed being on the show more. You're a great host. Make your guests feel very comfortable and welcome. And I had such a good experience. I really felt like I was just talking to a friend, even though we touched on a few heavy topics. Thank you, uh, Rachel. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate your candor. It was really great talking to you. And uh, thank you so much. Um, i got to have you on the show again sometime. Here is some feedback that um, fan of the show, Carla Frederick sent us. This is her Springsteen story. Bruce and us. In 1979, I met my boyfriend and soulmate Franz. He was a big Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen fan. Through him, I learned to appreciate this music. And after my first visits to their concerts, I also became a fan. I visited Bruce's concerts in 1985 and 1988, but Bruce's music and his personality suited me the most. In 1990, as a result of a small operation, I was affected with a chronic disease in my leg. This caused me to have to visit the concerts in a wheelchair. Back in those days, they didn't have as many wheelchair places as they do today, so it was almost impossible for us to get tickets. In 1999, we finally did get tickets to a Bruce concert. And luckily, he performed together with the E Street Band. It was a great concert, and the whole stadium danced and sang from beginning to end, which was awesome. This concert united us deeply. After that concert, we visited every concert he gave in the Netherlands. In 2007, disaster struck when I was diagnosed with cancer in my throat. I had to undergo 34 sessions of radiation therapy in five and a half weeks' time. These sessions consisted of lying very still for 13 minutes with a special mask on. This was a very frightening experience. 
the doctors allowed me to take CDs with me to relax a bit. So for 34 times, I took Bruce with me. After those 34 times, the nurses were pretty fed up with Bruce Springsteen. The radiation therapy had made me very ill, and just when I was getting a bit better, we received some good news. Bruce was coming to the Netherlands again, and he would perform on my birthday. Fortunately, we had been able to order tickets, but it took very long before they were delivered to us. As I had a bad feeling about this, I decided to ring the ticket office. They told me that we had canceled the tickets. There is no way in the world that we would have ever done that. They agreed to send us the tickets after all. In the meantime, they had refunded us the money. So when the tickets did arrive, we had them for free. The day of the concert, which was also my birthday, came closer and closer, and I became more ill day by day. On the day of the concert, I was so sick that I decided to visit the doctor. He saw the condition I was in and prescribed some pills. When we came home from the doctors, Franz checked out the internet, and to his amazement, he saw that Bruce was also ill. The concert was rescheduled for the next day when I felt a lot better. In 2008, we decided that one Bruce concert wasn't enough, so we went to his concerts in the Amsterdam Arena and in Antwerp. We wanted to make the most out of our lives and agreed that if Bruce was to go on a world tour again, we would visit him in Spain. This did happen in 2009, and so we went to the concerts on Pink Pop, the Netherlands, and in Santiago de Compostela. We also dreamed of going to some of his concerts in Barcelona and Milan. In 2012, Bruce first announced his Italian concerts. My niece, who also wanted to come, thought it would be more fun to visit Florence instead of Milan. So we went to Florence and afterwards visited the Barcelona concerts twice, which we really enjoyed. But Florence was for sure the best concert ever. The atmosphere was amazing. Despite a terrible shower, we danced and sang with everyone around us. It was one big party. For 2013, we had planned four concerts. Milan, München Gladbach, our biggest dream, Cork in Ireland, and of course, Nijmegen. We were so excited that Bruce came to visit our backyard. It was literally a five minutes walk from our home. But life can be so crude. Franz had been feeling unwell for quite some time and struggled to eat. On May 21st of that year, after several exams, the doctors told us that he had cancer in his stomach and his esophagus and that he could not be cured. The only thing that they could do is give him chemotherapy to slow down the disease. We were devastated. Franz's condition deteriorated rapidly, and we were soon to go to Milan. Fortunately, friends of ours came along, because Franz spent most of the time in bed there. He was able to come to the concert, and even though it cost him a lot of energy, he wouldn't have wanted to miss it. We came so close together there. Of course, in Nijmegen, Franz also had to visit Bruce's concert. My niece and her husband took him and me with them in a wheelchair. The weather was very bad, so when a terrible rain fell down on us just before the end of the concert, we decided to go home. My sister came with me to the concert in München Gladbach, and she instantly became a Bruce fan. But to our deep regret, we had to cancel our trip to Ireland. Nijmegen had been our last Bruce concert together. Franz died on March 3rd, 2014. And my slash our Bruce Springsteen concerts will never be the same. Although I will always have Franz with me in my heart. Of course, I had chosen a Bruce song to play the cremation ceremony. You are missing. His funeral card was an assembly of pictures of all the concerts, not just the Stones' and Bruce's. Franz had been an active member at several Bruce Springsteen websites since 2007. He spent a lot of time up and downloading stuff, 
and our computer was usually on day and night. Through one of those websites, he met Ali, and that is why Ali visited us before Bruce's concert in Nijmegen. I think it was very hard for him to see such an ill man. After Franz passed away, Ali wrote a beautiful piece about Franz and placed it on the Jungle Land website. This and the many reactions also on other websites were truly heartwarming. Carla, thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself. The journey you go through is never easy, and I am glad that you're now brave enough to share it with us. The you are true, your friend, your companion, your best friend, your husband will never leave you and he'll always be there with your side. You may be missing him, but he will remain a good companion for this part of the ride. And one day you two will be back together in the land of hope and dreams. Shirts in the closet, shoes in the hall, mama's in the kitchen, baby and all. Everything is everything. Everything is everything. But you're missing. Thank you, Martha Southgate, for reading Carla's email. Here is an email from uh, Frauke Hoffman from the UK. Hello from the UK as the subject. Hi, Jesse. My name is Frauke, and with the year coming to its end, I wanted to drop you an email to thank you for your podcast, which I'm enjoying a lot. I love Bruce, obviously, and just started watching Western Stars. I still haven't listened to the album properly, as I saved it for the holiday period. I also just bought the Seeger Sessions, which is the only album which was missing from my collection. Through you, I've discovered more podcasts, namely Music Talks, Rock and Roll Archaeology, Rock and Roll Librarian, and Deeper Digs. I'm grateful for this, as I'm quite addicted to podcasts. And of course, Mary gets in the car. Wishing your family Merry Christmas and all the best for the new year. Greetings from Murrayside, Franke. Thank you, Franke. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Um, and it especially makes my heart warm that because of me, you found other podcasts. Because, you know, we're all one podcast family. And I appreciate the kind words. Friend of the podcast and great storyteller, Dan French, also sent me some feedback. Hi, Jesse. Nice idea. My feedback would just, would just be to say thanks for everything you do. The podcast is a great idea. It's been a delight to take part, and I always enjoy hearing both my friends and unknown people sharing their Bruce stories. As you say, everyone has a story. Keep it up, and all the best for 2020. Take care, Dan. Thank you, Dan. They all do have a story, don't they? 
So there we have it, some quick feedback. Um, I hope you uh, enjoy that. If you want to give me feedback on the podcast, it's great. It's easy to do. All you got to do is send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You can uh, t- reach me on Twitter at Jesse Jackson BFW, or you can send me a um, on um, my other Twitter at setlustingbruce, or you can leave me a voicemail so people can hear your voice at 469-249-2442. Please get the feedback in. Go to iTunes, rate and review us. We have not had a new review since October, so I would love 2020 to start out with a couple people saying nice things about us on iTunes. Um, And for now, I think we'll call it. Um, You guys have a great 2020, and I hope all the feedback you receive is positive. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. Set Listening Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listening Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.